This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And we're back to talk about another NBC Peacock streaming service television series. Yes. But first, we're going to introduce a new segment that Elizabeth came up with, and it's called We're Just a Couple of Dopes Who Watch TV, But There's Also Important Stuff Happening in the World. That's the name of the segment. And we're workshopping that well, name of the segment. I feel like the name part is pretty cemented. What we do with it can be be fluid and can change a little bit yeah yeah that's where (laughs) and i was thinking something like that but not exactly that yeah and like once we start going into it i might add in like some like sexy like jazz bass or something i feel Mm. like that'll now that i like (laughs) (laughs) that i'm into (laughs) Uh, Um, we'll think of a better name for the title or not or you know a better name (laughs) <laughs> but basically <laughs> the idea is hold on here comes the music <laughs> just dancing i just edited in some music <laughs> so basically every week we would like to highlight an organization that's doing good and helping people and focusing on what matters. And we'll highlight it at the top of the show and post on our social media about ways you can learn more or donate to the organization. And just basically, you know, shit that you should care about. So this week. Other than season three of Killing Eve. Exactly. <laughs> we watch a whole lot of TV. But we also care about other things. So to kick it off, we're going to be highlighting the National Black Trans Advocacy Coalition. Their website is blacktrans.org. And it's the only social justice organization led by black trans people to collectively address the inequities faced in the black transgender human experience. It's from their website. I Mm -hmm. didn't write that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um, How so, eloquent of you, Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so definitely check their website out. They do some some great things. And one of the reasons that we wanted to focus on this organization first, um, I have a quote here from the executive director of the National Black Justice Coalition. And they came out with a, a study report, um, just with different statistics um, about black trans lives and Uh, The quote here says, um, from education to employment and housing discrimination, from police brutality to healthcare disparities, black transgender people are suffering at extremely high rates due to bigotry and transphobia. Nearly half of all black transgender respondents report being harassed at work and at school. 26% are unemployed and 34% report annual incomes of less than $10,000 per year. 
These numbers are appalling, and these living conditions are unacceptable for any human being, gender-conforming or not. And that is a quote from the executive director, um, Sharon Letman Hicks, of the National Black Justice Coalition, not of this organization. But that was just where I, I got that information from. And so one of the things that I liked about the this uh, BTAC is their acronym one of the things i liked about that is one of the one of the things you can donate you can go on their page you can donate directly to them there are fundraisers fundraisers currently going community fundraisers that you can donate to but they are also providing free covid19 care packages for the transgender community ah. um, so they can be supplied with ppe that they need there are a couple different packages there's the ppe kit there's a safe sex supply kit and a personal hygiene kit. And you can just they can just go onto the website and register for it. And as long as there are supplies, they will get their care package. Um, so you can go on and donate a care package or you can go and donate to, you know, their general uh, fund. So cool. anyway, we wanted to highlight that. I think they're doing some good stuff. And we'll um, try to link to as much information as possible. And this has been, we're just a couple of dopes who watch TV, but there's also important stuff happening in the world. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, we are talking about The Capture, a British drama series that originally, I don't even know how they come up with these terms because they call it a Peacock original, Mm -hmm. even though the first season already aired on BBC One. Yeah, I, it sounds like... What do you like, mean Peacock original? Right. You didn't make the show. Yeah. I don't get it. That's America for you. <laughs> anyway. That's our other segment. <laughs> our other new segment. Pretty much our whole podcast. <laughs> so we start off, we see a sign for caring for the community through vigilance, CCTV, and we see some CCTV employees watching the cameras. I, I guess this is really how it works. Like people yeah. just watch. I did not know this. I'm sure if something happens or gets reported, you can like, they go back and look at the film, but like there's people just staring at like a bunch of screens. Yeah. I didn't know that. I assumed it was just like, we have this here and if something gets reported, we guess, can go back. Yeah. I guess it's a little bit more proactive to have people actually watching hot points. Yeah. But it's like, how could hot they spots. possibly. I mean, aside from on this, right. how could they possibly catch everything? I mean, how many screens were in front of them? It was like oh. a big wall of televisions. Yeah. A couple dozen, maybe? Yeah. And but is, so is, this, is this just one location? Are there a bunch of these locations yeah, where people maybe. are watching these TVs? I don't know. I just don't know how you could like... Every city has their own? I, I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, they see a couple drunken disorderlies and they watch as their coworker goes to get them a fried chicken and he goes to the wrong place. You know, they're just kind of like bullshitting. Right. And then a woman smirks as she's watching this this guy in a military uniform and a woman like talk on the street and they smooch a little bit. And then a bus drives by and like the focus gets a little bit messed up. And at first I wasn't yeah. sure like, is that just our focus or, or is hers. her focus getting messed yeah. up? And we see her, just her face for like, I don't know, a full minute. It seemed like yeah. just staring intently at whatever's going on. And like her face like slowly starts to change and then she picks up the phone and calls something in as like the other employees gather around her to see what's going mm-hmm. on. Uh, and then that was the cold open and then we jumped to 18 hours earlier. Didn't you 
love that gold open though. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Like her reaction, it like immediately hooked me. Because it was just so, like, a slow build. And her reaction wasn't like, oh, my God. It was, like, this slow, (laughs) like, she, like, truly could not believe what she was seeing. Yeah. Um, And we didn't see it. And we didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, It was great. I thought her performance was really good. So, 18 hours earlier, Sean Emery is walking through a prison. And, you know, he makes sure he's out of the view of cameras because he has a phone snuck in. Mm-hmm. And he calls his ex-wife, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, something, yeah. the the mother of his daughter, mm-hmm. and asks that his daughter not be allowed to watch TV tonight because he's going to court to have his appeal heard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, well, you know, she has a tablet, but I guess I'll see what I can do. Like, she's yeah. clearly uncomfortable with whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. And... Then he gets called back into his prison cell, and there's a big box in there, and he emerges with his military uniform on. Then two detectives show up to a scene where a break-in happened, and some kid was uh, beaten up and killed. And his little brother was there when this happened, but he says he was playing video games, and he's like not admitting to knowing anything else. And so the detective, Rachel something, I forget her last name. I don't remember. Uh, she suggests, like, well, you know, we can take your PS4... And then we can find out like what time X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z happened. Um, like calling the kids bluff, basically. Like, yeah. He wasn't playing at that time. Right. Um, and she's like, you know, there's no shame in being afraid of whatever happened. You can help get justice for your brother. And while this is happening, though, she's getting texts saying sentencing in 20 minutes. Get your arse to court. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what arse is. Uh, I assume it's some British slang for something. So she goes to court. You're kidding, right? Yes, of course. Okay. I'm <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you just didn't smirk at all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Great performance over here, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks. Um, <laughs> so she goes to court, but uh, her case is not the Emery case, which is what I originally thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, hers, when she gets there, is just getting out. She misses it. But when she's there, Emery pulls up for his appeal. Not not him driving a car, but, you know, his, his escort. Mm-hmm. And so we're watching a video during his appeal, and he is in a shootout with mm-hmm. Taliban members. And we see him shoot someone, mm-hmm. and then the camera moves away, and then he yells, get fucking back. Right. And when he, you know, he turns to another soldier and, like, sees that he has a helmet cam on or something. Yeah. And so the attorney asks him, the prosecution asks him to explain, you know, why did you yell get fucking back after you shot the guy? Right. And he just like has no response. He doesn't even know. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, you've given us nothing to reconsider this case. And, you know, he just says, thank you. And he exits the stand. I was like, okay. Uh, But then the defense comes on and replays the video and has an expert come on to explain drift, which is when the audio lags behind the video. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he gives this testimony saying it should be like about five or six seconds. And so they redo the clip with the corrected video, with the corrected audio and watch a redone version. And he says, get back and then shoots the guy. Right. And so the defense seems very pleased with that. And you kind of get a sense like that was the deciding factor. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he didn't shoot this guy without giving him warning or whatever. Right. 
Uh, you know, there's a Taliban member lying on the ground and it looks like maybe he was reaching for something. We see him for like half a second. So it's, yeah, hard, it's hard for it's us really hard as the viewer tell. to tell. Yeah. And then the next scene, we see that he has been released. He's out of prison. And so he goes to the school to see his daughter. Um, but the mom is like, you know, you're supposed to pick her up tomorrow. I'd really like you to like keep to our schedule. Yeah. It's just kind of a big surprise. And you can tell like the daughter is like a little bit nervous. I think he's right. been he's been in prison for six months and was probably in the Middle East before that. Right. So it's probably been a while since she's like actually interacted with him. Yeah. And he just kind of like shows up. Yeah. Unannounced. I mean, it's he's like, understandably excited to like go see his oh, daughter. Yeah. But. But yeah. <laughs> not probably not have like being like been in her her life. Yeah. Not understanding like how a mom would want to really like have more control over that situation. Right. You right. know, especially because she's like, I just didn't think like she didn't think that he was going to get off. She clearly thought that he did something <laughs> right wrong. And so she's really uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And still feel kind of bad for him, though. Yeah. He's at a bar later that night celebrating with his friends and family and his lawyers are there. And his barrister hannah you know there's like something flurry going on with them like nothing's happened yet but um you can tell like one or both of them are thinking like something yeah about the other one uh Keep we, making eyes at each other yeah making eyes that's good yeah yeah <laughs> that's a british slang yeah we um his grandfather is there we find out that both of his parents are dead um and then we go back to the detective rachel who is sleeping with some admiral that was like her quasi boss. He's, maybe, the, he's the one that texted her, right? To get yes. her arse to court. He's like some higher up yeah. silver fox kind of guy. Yeah. But she's having an affair with him. Maybe he's like the district attorney. Something like that. Yeah. Or like for at least for the military. I, I think he was called admiral at some point. Oh, okay. But anyway. And he gets a call. Yeah, he gets a call and he like looks awkwardly at her and she's like, you know, you could say what you need to say. And she puts in her earbuds. So, so it's probably his wife. It's, it's either his wife or like some top secret thing. I think it's his wife. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, he's like, I'm still here. It was like clearly like lying that he's at work or something. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we go back to the bar and Sean is talking with Hannah and someone, one of his friends comes up to him and says something about like killing a Muslim. Mm-hmm. And so Sean shoves him. They get into like a little pushing thing and they get separated and him and his other friend go into the bathroom. Uh, and when he comes back out, Hannah has left. And so he goes into his car to look for her and finds her on the side of the road near the bus stop as the CCTV people are watching, like mm-hmm. we saw in the cold open and they smooch and a bus pulls up and she starts to head towards the door and he's like, hey, you know, I can, I can give you a lift. My car's right here. He just like pulled his car up on the side of the road. And she says, you know, I'll call you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, but like I, I'm going to go. And so we go back to the CCTV and it blurs again. And again, we don't see anything. We still. Oh, we're just so frustrated. I think I even like exclaimed at that point. I was like, come show on. Us. Show, yeah, show <laughs> us. Show us. Show us. Because they because they had like this really sweet moment, like they both kind of just like gave in to the fact that they kind of like each other, yeah. And it was a really sweet kiss. So you're like, you're thinking, what could possibly have happened? Like right. they both like consensually, 
consensually kissed each other. Yeah. You know. Consexually kissed each other. <laughs> <laughs> and now Rachel gets a call and she tells this guy, like, you know, go home, go home to your wife. And she shows up at the bus station where Sean just was with Hannah and reaches out to her old boss. She used to work for some other agency or like mm -hmm. some other division. And so she sends the old boss this video to have facial recognition technology used on it because the regular police don't have yeah. that good of technology. And while this is going on, we see Sean pull up at home and he sets up a photo of his daughter, goes to bed. And shortly after the police pull up heavily armored, like it's like the full on equivalent of like a SWAT team. Yeah. And Rachel's uh, colleague is like, are you sure you want to go in this heavy? Yeah. And she's like, you saw the CCTV. Yeah. Like something serious happened. She's like, what the hell? And so they bust in and Rachel's asking like, where is she? Where is she? And he's like, who? And they bring him out to his car. And this was great too. Cause they, they like build up to it. They bring him out to the car and they like slowly open the trunk. Yeah. So you don't know, is she going to be in there? Is something, and it's completely empty. There's, right. no, there's nothing in there. And so they say they're compounding the car and arresting him. And he, of course, like a dope, because he's a dope a couple times in the show, yeah. like hits one of the cops and then starts to run away. But, but it's a fucking SWAT team. So they tase him in like two seconds. Right. But like his whole like demeanor coming home, parking his car and going to bed is like super fucking calm. Like yeah. it's a normal night. Yeah. And when they go out to like, when they, they ask him like, where is she? And take him out to the car. He truly like, doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know, like the viewer is watching this and they're like, why, why do they, th what do they think happened? You know, like you still, you have no idea now what was on that video because there's right. no way that he's just like faking it the or two, hiding something. The two detectives, I don't know if this is my notes or not, but they're riding along later and they mentioned like how convincing he was. And then one guy's like, Oh yeah, give him the BAFTA. And, oh yeah. And she says, I don't think he knows that he did it. Right. Like yeah. something is wrong with him and he like blanked that out of his memory or yeah. had an episode or some, something happened. Yeah. Oh, that, that that's after they oh, right, show the video to yeah. Sean and his lawyer. And as they start to show it, he's like, yeah, that's Hannah. That's my barrister. Mm -hmm. And she's like, note for the record, suspect is saying that's Hannah, whatever her name was. And he's like, oh, that's me. As he walks up, note to the record, this is Sean Emery admitting that this is him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. And you're like, uh-oh. He's implicating himself in something. Yeah. And as the bus passes by, we finally get to see the rest of the video, and they're still standing there. And he's like, he gets this confused look on his face. She got on that bus. This isn't what happened. What the fuck have you done as you see him or whoever this guy is knock Hannah over and then drag her into his car and drive yeah. away? Like a pretty like brutal attack. Yeah. And so, of course, he's freaking out, gets cuffed to the table as his other lawyer, who was colleagues with Hannah, like leaves the room absolutely horrified. Yeah. That he just watched this video. Uh, and he's like, what the fuck? How can I even help this guy? Yeah. At this I mean, point, right? I thought... The cold open was great with her watching it. And then the second time they showed it, I was like, seriously, show us the fucking video. Yeah. This was the perfect way to show the video. Yeah. They built it up so much and then they showed it with his reaction, which yeah. is the most impactful thing you were going to get while seeing that video. Right. So I thought it was well done. 
it was it was upsetting to watch it because it's like he truly yeah doesn't remember this so how shocking for him yeah you know and so he's back in prison now and we see the daughter leaving the school waiting for her dad in the schoolyard yeah he's not going to be there to pick her up and then Rachel discovers there's a blind spot on CCTV right near this river that he would have passed by. Mm-hmm. And so they head down to drag it for a body. And this is where her and her partner are commenting on like how he reacted. And she says, like maybe he doesn't know he did it. Right. And the episode ends as Sean is replaying this scene in his mind. And, you know, it's her talking to him and starting to walk towards the bus interspliced with the camera footage he just watched, which Mm -hmm. was in black and white. So you see like the color and the black and white going back and forth until at the very end, he sees a few of the things in color of her screaming and being knocked down from like his perspective, from his perspective. Right. So we don't know yet. Yeah. Is that really his memory? Did he do it? Or is he imagining what is he imagining it? Or is it just because he saw the video that he's associated? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But that was the pilot to the capture. The capture. (laughs) Um, What did you think? Well, you know, I love a good procedural. (laughs) Yes, you do. And I love a British one at that. (laughs) Yes, you do. So (laughs) this Uh, is perfect for me. (laughs) I thought this might be up your alley. (laughs) Bill said last night, he was like, do you want to watch a British crime show, a British mystery for the podcast? And I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really well done. I like the, the detective. I really like uh, Sean. I really like Sean. Yeah. I think they're just doing a good job of like laying out who these characters are. Yeah. And you get kind of get an idea of like where Sean came from and um, without them being too heavy handed, being like, well, he has PTSD from being in, at war and all, you know, right, you right. just know. And you can kind of guess, like, maybe why he went into the military and yeah. in the first place. And um, and they didn't even say any of that. But yeah, it's yeah. just they're doing a really good job of building that character. And I thought the performances were really good. It was just, like, everything was so subtle. Yeah. Even just with that first scene with the, the woman who sees the stuff on the CCTV like just such a subtle performance. Yeah. And that was like, you know, from a character, we probably don't learn her name <laughs> right. to like, you know, everyone else. I, I thought it was great. I, I really liked it. Yeah, I did too. It was not what I was expecting it to be. What were you expecting? I was expecting more. The only thing I knew about it is that it was a British crime show and it had something to do with video being taken of people. It had something to do with CCTV mm-hmm. and surveillance. And so I thought it was going to be like every Person episode. Of interest. Yeah, every, every, <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. But every episode, there would be some case that had something to do with some surveillance footage mm. that they had to like figure out the mystery behind. I didn't know it was going to be, I think it's only six episodes. So I, oh, okay. I, I don't know. I'm guessing that these six episodes are what the hell happened with this Sean Emery footage. I don't, I don't know if there's yeah. any other cases involved. Right. Right. 
I think it'll be about Sean and Rachel. And like you said, they did a great job without a ton of exposition dumping. Like, Rachel, we know that she came over from this other division. She's like a fast riser. Mm -hmm. But she also has, like, something else going on. In addition to the affair with this guy, she, like, got some email she deleted. So something else is going on with her character that we'll find out in the future. They didn't have to shove it down our throats in the pilot. Yeah. There was enough going on in the pilot. I also felt like there were... I don't know. It just felt like a... It felt real to me. Yeah. Like, the dialogue felt real. The interactions between the characters. There was a moment at the bar where Sean's family and friends are like, speech, speech, speech. And he's like, oh, I'm not... I'm not going to... I'm not a speech giver. Yeah. And he, like, starts to say something. And he's like, I just want to say thank you to all of you. And, like, one person in the back yells, you're welcome. And, like, everyone starts to laugh. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt like a genuine moment. Right. Yeah, plus all those British accents. Um, Gotta love it. And then, man, I was I was intrigued by what the fuck was going on with that video. Yeah. Because you think, like, I mean, the way he acts, he does it so well. There's no way he did it. He clearly has no right. idea what's going on. And if that's true, then what is going on? Is someone trying to screw him for some reason? Why? Yeah, but, like, how would that even play out in the... Like, she's watching the CCTV in real time and sees this happen. I'm sure there's a way you could hack live video and put in whatever feed you want. I mean... If someone was that desperate to it's put so Sean Emery behind bars. It's so like, I, I didn't think that. I'm like, oh, oh I'm, really? I'm interested to see, like, where this is going <laughs> from, like, a mental health perspective of him not remembering what's going on. Or, I mean, I, I suppose that could be some kind of supernatural thing because we've seen enough ridiculous things that maybe they would add some supernatural element, but I don't see it going there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's a supernatural thing. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, but it very well might be a mental health thing. Yeah. Maybe he really does have these issues and he doesn't remember doing it and he did, but does we have this, no idea at this point. Right. We don't know anything. Does this remind you a little bit of the night of, Ooh, man, that was a good show. Yeah. Yeah, it had, it had some of that feel. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Which I didn't think of until right now when we were talking about it, but just that, like, unfolding and, like, does he remember or not? And, like... Yeah. You know, oh, what God. happened? So... That was good. I I really liked it. Did you know about barristers wearing wigs in court in the UK? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> How ridiculous do they look like listen no offense but it's just so that is so strange to me it's like one of those traditions that they just like can't let go of like why yeah why can't you just wear a suit <laughs> to court <laughs> yeah the barristers like the lawyers for the defense and the prosecution wear like white parliamentary wigs and then the judge had on like a helmet wig yeah. It was so strange. And I wonder, like, if they kind of... I mean, they must have fun with it. Or I wonder if anyone has, like... If judges or if lawyers yes. have, like... What? Have sex with them on? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, like... Like, descent collars. Uh. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like an RBG style, like, oh, you know which way they're leaning if they've got this wig on or, you know. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but I I, had, I did not know that. Hannah could wear that wig and I'd be fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm rolling my eyes for listeners. Um, I did not know this because I think I didn't ever watch. I don't think I've seen a crime show like this. You know, more like I've seen like detective stuff, like mur- like murder mystery, yeah. detective like British shows. But until I saw, I think it was Broadchurch on Netflix a few years ago, and they had they you know had a courtroom scene and and like their courtroom is set up differently, where like the person's behind like plexiglass and yeah. like it's all, it's different than our courtrooms. But I was like, wait, what? Seeing that it was so ridiculous. I'd never <laughs> seen it before. So, I mean, I felt a little stupid. I'm sure other people knew that. <laughs> what, what was the segment you said before? Like, hey, this is America? Yeah. Was that it? That was I the think segment so. I, I'm really, I want to make sure we get the segment names right. Was that it? Hey, this is America? It was, yeah, hey. I think it was, hey, this is America or welcome. Yeah, no, it was, hey, this is America. Okay. Well, I read something. <laughs> We could just play it back or listen to it later. Uh, I read something about how, you know, there's this copaganda, they call it, in America, mm-hmm. where every cop show, the cops are the protagonists and the heroes, the detectives are the protagonists, mm-hmm. and they catch the bad guys. And in British television, very often there is some element of corruption mm. either in the police force or the military or the government and then so it's people trying to thwart that corruption there might be an element of that at play here we don't know what's going on with the cctv yeah um but just the contrast between the way like <laughs> some shows in in europe handle the police versus like Blue Bloods. <laughs> you or, know, I have I did not hear that term. Or 150 other shows right. that yeah. I've never heard that term copaganda, but I have always said that Blue Blood Bloods is propaganda. <laughs> I've always said that. No disrespect to my grandma. May she rest in peace. I know she loved that show. <laughs> but it is That's who you're making sure not to offend. Your grandma who loved the Blue Blood so much. Yes. <laughs> Listen, this is before like the the way everyone like how divided everyone is right now. But I have always watched that and thought, I mean, it's just so obvious. Oh yeah, yeah. you know. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was just an interesting piece looking at the two ways you can depict mm-hmm. law enforcement and the military yeah. and how America and Europe does it so differently. I mean, that's interesting because, you know, I love law and order, mm-hmm. but like that there are, I mean, first of all, America loves a cop show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like everything, but like that is the perspective that it's told from. And like, those are the people that you're rooting for and like how they're like, their caseload and how they handle each case or whatever. And, yeah. that, and that's just, um, that's interesting to me to like know that it's, you know, with like this lens of American TV. I mean, listen, Law and Order is a fantastic show. So I'm not <laughs> saying there's, it's not, it's different than Blue Bloods and the way they laid yeah. that on. But I mean, you know, I think there's some moral gray in some of those characters or characters yeah. on The Wire or some other, oh, like, yeah. I mean, The Wire is a cop show that is fucking fantastic. Although, I don't know, The Wire is an all-time favorite, I think, of both of ours. Yeah. And there is corruption in 
not only the police force, but in the government of, of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So, but we have my sister on to watch to talk about NYPD blue. Mm. She but didn't I was say, say that. Even like, I, I didn't watch law and order, mm-hmm. but I know there's a couple characters that have some moral gray things going yeah. on, but like you said, it's still from their perspective. They're still the heroes of the story. Sure. You're still rooting for them, but it's also different. It's different because it's episodic. So like, there is a through line and I think as the shows have gone on and like the seasons at least on SVU like have gone in later like it is so much about those detectives mm. but in the beginning I think it was just like a little bit like sprinkled in there right and it really is like the it, I, they just did a good job of that yeah but anyway so here's the big question okay what are you going to ask me? Ooh, what are you going to ask me? I'm excited. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a really dumb question now, but I'll just ask what I, was, I first intended to. Are you going to continue to watch The Capture on I th- Peacock? I think so. Wow. I liked it. I'm interested to know. I really liked it. Yeah. What the fuck's going on, you know? Yeah. We yeah. got to find out. Here's the thing. They're full hour episodes, but there's only six. Right. We can do this. Now, we've Phil, said this before. We can do this. We've said this before, and we've trailed off. And That's right. Shows. We've got about six unfinished shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would like to watch this one. I yeah. think we can do it. This is, this is one of the best pilots we've watched recently. Yeah. Right? This is a great pilot. This yeah. is what this show, this is what this podcast was made for. Yeah. <laughs> This is what this show was made for, our podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I think we both recommend it. Mm-hmm. Do we think the capture will get a second season on Peacock or BBC One or whatever channel it's going to be on? Oh, yes. I'll say yes because I think I just read that BBC One already renewed it. You cheater. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah. Finally, a good, yeah, 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 a yeah, good yeah. show. Thank gosh. I mean, we've watched a couple other okay shows, but... Yeah, what, what else have you watched recently? There's nothing... I mean, we watched Brave New World last week, which was... Yeah. Like, it, was a, it was an okay pilot. It was it, it was, it was okay pilot, Um, but like comparing the two, I'm way more excited to watch this yeah. than I am that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Although I have continued to have very strange dreams... Since we watched A Brave New World, every single night I have a very weird, vivid dream. Every single night? Every night. You've only told me about one of them. Well, it's boring to listen to people's dreams, don't you think? I mean, unless there's like some something hot and steamy going on. There's nothing. Like, it's just, it's not like there's anything that crazy in it. There was one, well, one day I came down and I told you that I was very upset and I was having a hard time not being angry with you. Oh, yes, that's right. So, like, it's that kind of stuff, which, like, like I'll forget it later on in the day. Hmm. But every night since we've watched that show, I've had some weird dream. I'll wake up in the morning, and I, like, remember everything clearly. Because one side of that show is all about taking pills and having sex. That's Bill. And (laughs) I don't do either of those things. (laughs) Oh, come on. I just saw you take an ibuprofen. (laughs) And then the other side is <laughs> the Savage Lands. So, and that's me. So what the hell are your dreams about if they're like boring? Um, 
I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Ugh, it's right, just fine. like how vivid and real they feel, mm-hmm. and like this odd feeling I have when I'm in them, and. It's not that I've never experienced that before, but it was, it started again when we watched a Brave New World. Mm, Show had a weird, had a weird tone, had a weird feeling. <laughs> uh, here An we aura. go with tone again. Well, you didn't bring it up, so <laughs> I had to. <laughs> All right. Anything else on the capture? M. Nero. All right. Ringing endorsements from the two of us on the capture. Ding, it- ding, 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 ding. <laughs> If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And please go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this. Subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Thank you, Beats. And um, don't forget to check out blacktrans.org. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.